Everything's going fine. We're going great. Everything's going great. Okay. <laughs> Can you start with the intro? Because I won't know so how to. So not convincing. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Catholic Youth Ministry Podcast, your home for practical and inspiring formation for your professional vocation. How's it going, Edmund? It's going great. We're back. We're back. We got another exciting episode for you guys. Well, I I mean, I think it's exciting. It's really good. It's, I it's hope, very practical. Like, I hope everybody else thinks it's exciting. No, I think they will. I don't think, I mean, I've never heard people really talk about this much. Well, you know, like I, I think, I think online. some people don't really enjoy like the job hunt, yeah, you know, yeah. or they find it like overly stressful or people just don't like to talk about themselves, but yeah, I it's enjoy, important. I enjoy it a ton. I like it. It feels like you're, it feels like you prep for the Olympics and then you go and perform. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Like, yeah. I mean, when I was preparing to meet with you, when, when you guys had hired me or even the other places, you know, right out of college, like it was fun. Like I think the best advice at that time that I got was to treat my job search as a full-time job. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And I think that really fueled yeah. things for me because I like itemized things of what I needed to do, like as far yeah. as resume and things and stuff like that. So, so I, I think that's really going to fuel what's, what's going on here in this podcast. And I think what we're going to talk about will help people maybe not be as stressed and approach it differently than mm-hmm. just trying to desperately look for anyone who will hire you to being really proactive and, you're actually interviewing parishes. You're right. looking for the ideal parish to be the home for this missionary call to be a youth minister, yeah. to be a director of youth ministry. Yeah, man. And yeah, I think uh, that if you're in desperation mode yeah, for a job, I mean, that yeah. that's how you might fall prey to maybe a really bad, a hundred percent, a really bad, uh, a bad situation, a bad salary, a bad budget situation, a bad budget, a bad, you, you'll fall prey to one of those situations because you're just like, well, this is like, the first parish that's ever wanted to hire me or it's the first parish in a while that's uh, offered me something substantial. And yeah. I think, you know, there, and I think we, we've talked about this before, like there are some parishes and there are some people who might be called to work part-time at a parish or maybe not get paid a whole lot or maybe different parts of the world or different, you know, different countries where um, parish youth ministry, like full-time parish youth ministry is not a sustainable thing. But in this podcast, the context we're talking about is, youth ministry in the United States and for people who feel called to full-time director of youth ministry, this missionary call Mm -hmm. and working at a parish over the long term. And if you're going to work in the long term at a parish and parish youth ministry, um, you need to be able to sustain probably a family and you need to be able to sustain yourself and it needs to be a healthy uh, environment. And we're not talking about um, going, just looking for super high paying jobs. We're just talking about it like a just wage and a healthy work environment. Yeah, definitely. So in this episode, we're going to talk about finding the youth ministry job, uh, yeah. preparing for the interview, and actually uh, the interview itself, mm-hmm. like what mm-hmm. to do, to prepare, yeah. what to bring, uh, and life afterwards too. Yeah. Uh, but but I, I do want to say that if if you are in a job right now and, and maybe you settled on that job out of desperation, like that's like you're, you're still okay. Yeah, yeah. Like you're still okay. God, God's going to use this opportunity for you and you know obviously what needs to happen, especially if you're, you were encountering some of those issues or struggles like a budget or people, or perhaps as the pastor or business manager or things like that. Well, I'm glad you're saying that because I think it's also good for us just to just think both as an interviewer and as an interviewee, like to, to start wrapping your mind around, uh, what is it that your boss is thinking as they like, maybe 
after they hired you, right? Like, mm-hmm. and as you're working there. So just thinking, and that's some of our experience, right? Like, um, we've both applied for and interviewed for multiple um, youth ministry positions. We've worked at multiple parishes. And then I've also hired multiple youth ministers in, mm-hmm. in different parishes. So I think this is a good episode. We can bring a lot of value and you can hear both sides of it from the one hand of going through the interview, getting, sure. getting, multiple jobs and then on the other hand of like what are what was I looking for what were we looking yeah, for in youth and, ministries? And and maybe you are aren't in a great situation. Maybe you do want to transition tr- or transfer to a different parish, maybe yeah. a different diocese, something like that. This this will still hold yeah. a ton of value for yeah. you too. I, I just want to say for that listener though, uh just because you're leaving or considering leaving this parish doesn't mean that the other parish isn't gonna have uh perhaps the same issues. Yeah. It, it just might be a whole different like category of issues too. Yeah. And so this whole like kind of notion of like, oh, well, the grass is greener over there. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would really wrestle like prayerfully, like, is this grass green, mm-hmm. you know, and you're just not seeing it for what it is. Yeah. And you're just clouded by like the illusion by, you know, just like of what is wrong currently where you're at and just yeah. saying, but it's going to be better over there. It's mm-hmm. going to be better. And, yeah. and that pursuit of, of being better is always great. Yeah. Because we're always pursuing a higher virtue. But anyway, let's, let's, let's well, get, let's get into this. Well, I this. think what you're talking about it, uh, goes well into our first point is that um, the first step is going off the of last episode, discerning this missionary call to parish youth ministry yeah. and then praying about where is God calling you? Is God calling you to a particular part of the nation? Is God calling you to be in your hometown? Is God, and, and what type of parish, what is the ideal parish? Uh, not, not in the sense of like, it has a helicopter pad and it pays its youth minister three, three, sure. six figures and all this stuff. But just like what, like is, do you feel your heart for um, a college campus parish Ooh. or for a rural parish or for a parish in Philly or a parish in Atlanta or a parish in Florida? Like good question. Yeah. Like what, like what is, is there God, a Walmart nearby? <laughs> is there, how many Papa John's are within 10 miles? Exactly. exactly. These are important questions. Super important. Question. How many Starbucks? Per? Is there a whole foods nearby? Yeah. Because you need to take care of yourself yeah. as a youth minister. How, you can't eat that pizza mm-hmm. twice a week. How available are Ubers? Yep. How available are the Ubers nearby? Yeah. So, I mean, I would start first before everything is prayerfully discerning where is God calling you? And then um, secondly, kind of sketch out like what's what's an outline of your ideal parish? Uh, are you tr- like, do you feel God calling you to go to a parish that doesn't have a sustained or long uh, history of youth ministry and maybe yeah. to build? Um, the first time I got into youth ministry, I felt very strongly about going to a parish that didn't have anything. Sure. Uh, and my wife and I were willing to go anywhere in the nation to a parish um, you might feel really strongly that you want to go to a parish where you can learn under someone for, you know, three to five years. That's what I did. Yeah. And, and eventually, you know, move up or, or move to a bigger parish or whatever, yeah. like that might be really important to you. So I would just outline a few of those things. What other things might you be looking for, uh, in a parish, Nick? Me? Yeah. Like, like, like right what, now, right what, now, what other things would <laughs> I'm you happy tell where people? I am. <laughs> what other things would you be telling people to look for in parish, um, like job openings for youth ministry. I mean, obviously a, a valid salary. I also, Oh, oh sure. Yeah. I, I would definitely look up the benefits package. Like yeah. the, the diocese ought to have one, you know, just posted. I would really look through those things. Um, perhaps, I mean, just even just like making yourself known to other people, letting other people know that yeah. you're also looking to, so they could also like inform you of what's happening yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. Like when, when I was coming back to this diocese mm-hmm. from being in Minnesota, I contacted uh, a, a mentor in the faith, and uh, and I know he cares about me, 
And, uh, and I knew that he would be honest with me too. And so I said like, look, I've got these three prospective parishes that are interested in me and I'm set to interview with them at different times. And I was like, Hey, so-and-so we'll call him Mike. That's not his name. <laughs> and so I was like, Mike, what can you tell me about these parishes? And I, I want your, um, I, I want your professional opinion. And then I also want your personal and yeah. honest opinion too. Yeah, yeah. And I thanked him so much for it too. Uh, and, uh, when it came down to decide, like I was in a really good spot too, yeah. because all three of them gave me an offer letter and, and Mike said, or Mark, who, whatever <laughs> name I just gave him. Yeah. Uh, he was like, uh, well, you should probably go to this parish, but if I were being selfish, I would want you to go to this one because, uh, in my tenure here in the diocese, they've never had someone mm. like you. And yeah. so you could go there. Well, yeah. I'm just saying it. Don't let that influence Yeah, I mean, that's where much. it's important to pray through. Like, is God calling you to that particular context? Yeah. Right, right. I mean, and, and it was it was really, I'm not really answering your question. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> but it was really nice to hear from somebody who I knew had been in the diocese for so long mm-hmm. and kind of knew the people around too because he was able to inform uh, things about the parish and it it kind of like solidified what I actually wanted mm-hmm. like in a youth ministry and and how um yeah and how to grow too I think the Lord's really speaking me through yeah Mike or Mark and or whatever that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a good that's a good transition into um you know where do you find these jobs and I think it's really important to reach out to your network to reach out to friends and family and let people know that you're you're looking for a job you're looking yeah. for a youth ministry position right we're looking for a full-time um position and then there are other places you can look um diocesan websites are going to have uh either human resource tabs or employment tabs i would mm-hmm. even often i would do like google searches of a particular diocesan website for like the tab i would real quickly like look for human resources, employment or job yeah. opportunities, and you can see listings. Um, so that's, those are places to look. Um, um, parish websites as well. Uh, lifeteen.com has um, job boards. I think uh, catholicjobs.com has listings of youth ministers. So there are some of these job boards you can look into. Those will kind of change. I think some of the value that we can bring is that um, I think people often underestimate um, the power of just cold emailing or cold contacting either yeah. diocesan employees or pastors. Right. And just say, like, if there's a particular, like, let's say you feel really strongly about looking for a youth ministry position in Cleveland, um, I wouldn't wait until those parishes or that diocese has openings. I would just immediately, like, let people know. Email, yeah. like, copy the pastor and the DRE or the pastor and the youth minister and just say, Hey, like I would love to someday work at a parish like yours. If you know of any opportunities that are coming up, please let me know. Here's my resume. Right, right, or, or even other ministries, uh, you know, that are well known, mm-hmm. like in the states, like, and you know, parish that are subscribed to these ministries or, yeah. or use these, the services. I mean, they even contact like the directors of these ministries, saying like, like, hey, I'm looking for this. If you know of any of your own who are transitioning out, you know, back into the real world from being a missionary or something like that, like send me their info or things like that. So that was, that was the first thing that I did when I was at St. Thomas, I hadn't graduated yet. And I sent, uh, my resume to, uh, Mark Bertram, who's the founder Mm -hmm. director of net ministries. And I said like, Hey, I'm uh, starting a plan and I've itemized a bunch of things and this is on my to-do list. So I'm passing it on. If you hear of anything or know of anybody who is looking, just, if you could just pass it along. Yeah. Uh, And he did. And I had a, I had some guy from, uh, some guy, um, a pastor from Alaska, 
contact mm, me. That's cool. Uh, one from Ohio contact me. A few from California contact me. It was just really fun. It was actually really good practice to just be on the phone with them too and to start getting the habit of selling myself and yeah. talking about myself yeah. uh, and just what I would do, what I would provide and that, that, that narrowed down like exactly what was important to me, which I think at that time, I don't think I could have answered uh, what I was looking for in a parish. Mm. I, th- I think I know now of like what I would look for in a parish. And it was all those things that we brought up that could be foreseeable issues. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. uh, like a staff dysfunction, mm. um, not being able to communicate adequately with your pastor yeah. about what to do, uh, perhaps a budget issue, or perhaps like there's just not uh, a, a clear understanding of what the mission of the church is. Yeah, like Maybe it, they've just always been there. And so yeah. I I know that now, but like get, getting out of college, mm. I honestly just was... I, I think I think very young and just very full of missionary zeal that I just wanted to go somewhere yeah. like like Lord you've you've prepped me through being yeah. a, a missionary yeah, and yeah. then campus ministry at the university and now studying this like having this double major and like Lord just you know like send me like yeah. now like I'm yeah, yeah. I'm ready to be commissioned send me and uh, it's gonna be great yeah. <laughs> so that's what led to me just contacting Mark and just say hey blast my resume, wherever, whoever asks, and I'm going to start talking to people. Yeah. But like how it actually happened was uh, some place that I wasn't looking at at all, uh, they just ended up contacting me. Yeah. And lo and behold, I ended up working with you for you for three years. And it was, <laughs> well, and it was awesome. Well, and so, and I think the important point to take away from that is that people under, I mean, I think you hear it all the time, like you should use your network, you know, but I think especially in the Catholic world, like people underestimate, um, how connected everyone is. And, and a lot of times with youth ministry positions, pastors or diocesan employees, like the director of evangelization, the director of youth ministry, Mm -hmm. they'll be aware of a transition coming up. They might unofficially informally just be aware that like so-and-so is looking to come, you know, transition out, but they haven't yet put something together. Um, So it would be good, smart to just cold email a few people when you're going to cold email people a few tips is um make the email short put something in there that makes it seem like you're not just spamming people so it's just like a i would copy the pastor and maybe a few other people you know maybe the secretary and the dre or someone on staff a few other people on staff and just make it real short hey you know really love what your parish is doing i would love to work at a parish like yours one day you know if you hear of any youth ministry positions i'm looking attaches my resume. Here's my cell phone number, yeah. you know, t- and just real, real simple. Um, that would be huge. I mean, you could do that for diocesan employees. I mean, I would just like spread it across that whole area. Right. I like that. Actually include like a, a digital, uh, you know, gift card in there. Yeah. You know, just <laughs> yeah. include a little $5 digital gift card to, to Joanne. Yeah. I mean, and, and do send a resume. The cover letter depends on if, I mean, I would just send at least a resume. And then if you have any portfolio or extras of, things you've made in the past. It could be anything. I mean, literally, like, I wouldn't overthink it, but if you've designed a flyer, if you've put together a plan for youth ministry, um, at Franciscan, we had to write curriculums, so I would just pass that along. Like, here's my portfolio of a curriculum, a life night I wrote, and, like, a flyer I designed. Or um, Any of those things are, are good extras to send in, saying that, or showing that you're you're prepared, that you're thoughtful about this, and you're really, um, yeah, you're really excited about youth ministry, I guess. Yeah. Uh, oh, some other things that we mentioned uh, before is that we've talked about is that um, I think Bob Rice said, if they're not willing to fly you out, 
they're not if like one of the big red yeah. flags is that if they're not willing to fly you out and they start getting really sketchy about wanting you to just come like swing by mm-hmm. and you're pretty far away like we'll just drive four hours down here that's like a sign that maybe i mean it's not necessarily but that could be a sign that they don't value this position or just investment in youth ministry just yeah. is not there. They're not seeing it as That's a just a small little tell. Yeah. They're not seeing it as a full-time position. They're seeing it as like, this is just like a little thing we need someone to do. Yeah. This is just something we have and we need to satisfy that need. Another thing I would look for. And I know, you know, part of the theme of this podcast is raising the bar for Catholic youth ministry. And I know a lot of people might not have this, but I would definitely look for, I would be much more drawn to job openings that list a bachelor's degree at least as a require mm. as a requirement for the job. Uh, I think at least like if a position at least says bachelor's degree in theology or equivalent or in catechetics or in some type of youth ministry or religious education, I think at least, I mean, if you see for me, if I saw a job description that said nothing about that and was just like, you know, any experience, you know, um, yeah. I, I would, I would just be cautious against yeah, that. That's, that's a really good point because I think if I were to have seen that, like coming out of college, I don't think I would have thought twice about it. Yeah. I would have just been like, Oh great. Like yeah. then I'm, I'm more than qualified. So then let's get in there, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. but you're saying that's, that might not be the best place for you. Yeah. It's just, a, it's just something to think about, right? Yeah. It's just, like to ask more about what is, you know, and then to have that follow up <laughs> phone question, phone call no, and have a question. That's like, really good. What's your, what's your vision of this position? Is this a full time position? Like what's, yeah. what's the budget of this position? Yeah. I mean yeah. like who, who knows, maybe a new pastor just got tra- transitioned to that parish yeah. and somebody else wrote that job mm-hmm. description. He didn't have a, a mm-hmm. chance to get his say before yeah. it was released, mm-hmm. but now he's there and then you go in for the, the interview and like, he's amazing and he's clarifying stuff on the job. Yeah. So like it, it, it can mean a lot of things, but that's a really good point to just not forget that you read that. Yeah. And not, and <laughs> no and, experience required. Yeah. Right. And not to overwhelm you as well, but just, I mean, for the sake of other youth ministers out there, um, you know, when you, when you have a bad experience with an interview, I mean, that's an opportunity for you to advocate for people that are trying to do parish youth ministry full time. So if someone says, yeah, we're going to pay you 10 grand a year, like that's an opportunity for you to say, Hey, like I'm not interested in this position, but not only that, like, I just want to tell you that that sounds really, really low. Yeah. And like, I don't think you're going to get what you want for that. So, you know what I mean? Like not that you have to do that, but I think there's definitely an opportunity for you to advocate for youth ministers and just say, Hey guys, this isn't, yeah. <laughs> this isn't going to help your parish. I mean, do, do you remember that? So Yes, I think yeah, a year yeah. and a half yeah, while yeah. we were working together, mm-hmm. another parish wanted me to go work for them, and yeah. uh, and I just went for more information. Turned out, like I didn't go for more information; they were already already ready to interview me. Mm-hmm. They had a board there and everything. I didn't come like in attire yeah. or, or or I didn't come with anything to. Yeah, and uh, it, I figured out that they were interviewing me on the spot. They had me meet with the school principal. I mean, the pastor, another board, and things like that, and individual meetings as well. Yeah. And what they were doing is they were pulling the salary half from the parish, half from the school. Oh, yeah. And that was like an immediate like red flag to me. And so I told the principal of the school and then I told the pastor like separately because, I mean, it was, that's how they opted to do it. They wanted separate meetings. And I told them like, I, I'm not sure if I'm the right person for this position if that's how like the salary is going to be set up and that it's going to be split like that. I was like, I, I don't understand how that's going to work. Um, 
especially when the school has needs and the parish has needs too. And it, it was, it was just really interesting. And so I felt like that was an opportunity to do what you're yeah. saying to advocate for youth ministry and say that I think the parish alone yeah. needs to be paying the salary because I think everything ought to be funneled in through the parish. It's yeah. good to have like a mm-hmm. good school stuff going on. But. So let's say you find a fantastic, you know, job opening. Yes. You're really excited for this. Are you asking me right now? Well, no, I'm just setting it. I'm just setting oh, okay. up the next, like we're now we're, we're kind of like, like, you had me. You're like, let's say, <laughs> I was like, okay, let's say, all right, let's spitball this here. Do it. Try it again. Well, let's let's go. Say, uh, let's say, okay, you find, <laughs> you find a job opening that you're interested in. Wow. You reach out, email. Yeah. They get on the phone with you. So oftentimes they want to have grammatical errors. Oh yeah. It was great. <laughs> oftentimes they want to first, maybe a phone call. Right. Uh, with someone. Right. And then, the, and then if you pass that, they're going to set up some type of in-person interview or maybe yeah. over Skype. Yeah. Um, my first ever interview was over Skype with my parents, like peeking in through the door. Yeah, that's awkward. Yeah, it was very awkward. (laughs) That's weird. Um, So you're going to send your resume. um, You're going to set a time to show up. And this is where the bulk of the work of this whole interview process, I think, comes in, is preparing for the interview. And I think you and I both agree that um, most people do not over-prepare. Most people don't prepare enough. And I think the ideal amount of preparation is being overprepared, being yeah. like really, really overprepared. Yeah. And, and how would one do that? I mean, uh, well, we have tons of ideas, right? But I mean, for Just go through the staff directory, yes. learn every single yeah. name, last yeah, like, name, like, where they're from, mm-hmm. their address. Yep, they're, they're <laughs> well, I mean, you, you could look, I mean, for sure. I always recommend that people get a little familiar with the parish staff. So like, you know, what, how many associate pastors are sure. there? What are, what are some of the key employees' names? And not that you have to freak yourself out memorizing it all, but just prime your brain with that information yeah. um, maybe a week out and then day of, morning of. Just kind of just run through it all just so that you'll have some of these tidbits of information in the back of your head. You'll be primed for the interview. So you yep. can also find, and we're going real deep. We're going real deep. We're showing all, like if we were just talking to friends, I mean, we're just sharing all the secrets here, but um, you can find financial statements often in their True. bulletin. In their bulletin. Yeah. yeah. You can see and just kind of average it out, like yeah, what just, kind of collection. Yeah. And it, it doesn't mean that you have to be like, oh, well, this was 40,000. It should be 50, but just have a general sense of like, what are they, what's going on? Is it going up? Is it going down? Are they, yeah. do they have, um, are they in debt? Are they, do they just get out of debt? Do they have a capital campaign two years ago that they're now falling through on? Those types of things are yeah. just context for you to have and be over-prepared and show that you sure. care about this position when you walk in. Yeah, I, I think when I when I was first preparing for like my initial interviews right out of college, like I would actually Google the pastor's name. Oh, yeah. Like Google yeah. and see if there's anything on YouTube too, just yeah. to see them preach. Oh, we're like going that. deep. I mean, we're yeah. going deep into Facebook stalking. <laughs> I mean, we're going deep into... It's like private investigator level. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Uh, yeah, I mean... Like they're their tax records, mm-hmm. you know, just stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I think I, it's super important. I would, um, I would download like three of the most recent bulletins and then go back like a year and find like another bulletin and just kind of look, I would just like well, and, just see what was going on. Yeah. Like, it was really important about like looking through like the staff and like actually like learning the names. Cause if, if I'm on the phone with somebody and they're saying like, yes, we're, we're excited to have like a video, like chat with you guys, this person, this person, this person are going to be there too. Like, or if they don't listen, I would ask like who, who else is going to be involved, yeah, you know, yeah. and then just like look up mm-hmm. like on, yeah. on the website, who those people are, write, write that down. And then yeah. also I would take inventory of anything 
at like anything else that the website is showing you or yeah. even like the parish's social media, mm-hmm. take inventory of like all ministries and then who, even who's over what too. And, and definitely the youth ministry, uh, the status of youth oh, yeah. ministry, right? So like um, a really good trick, you know, and I'm just thinking, especially this episode helping people, you know, coming right out of college or coming out of some like other ministry experience into youth ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, just a, a shorthand trick is to take the confirmation class of the previous year and then uh, multiply that by four, right? So if they have 50 kids, they might have about the potential of 200 kids in their youth ministry program, right? High school. If they, if, if yeah, confirmation's in 10th grade and they have 50 kids, then ideally if everyone was coming in every grade as if strongly, yeah, then like you okay. just have a ballpark, right? If they confirmed five kids, then you're like, okay, their youth ministry like capacity, it seems like might not yeah. be, uh, it might be tw- 20 kids, right? That's the math, right? Um, so you're just like kind of looking up some of those things. I would also look up local parishes, like how close are other parishes and what are their sizes in comparison? Um, that's just more information, right? If there's a medium sized parish next to a mega parish, that's something that's going to play into the dynamics of what the pastor's thinking about what the youth minister or, or whoever on staff is thinking about. It's just important. Um, right. And I think, I think part of all of this is not, again, not to get stressed out about the interview, but just to communicate to the people like to communicate in the interview that you have um, a nuanced and um, thoughtful outlook on ministry and that you care like that you that you care about more than just showing up and running a Bible study that you care about the parish yeah I mean but then also like I mean this is like uh, like we haven't even gotten to like the actual like the main content like of the interview itself mm-hmm. and like how to even like prepare for that yeah you know, because if you're fresh out of college and I guess you're just kind of like me, you're just like, Lord, just send me now. Yeah. You know, I didn't really have a plan for youth ministry. I think I just knew how to do ministry. And so then I was left talking about just what was important to me and not what was what could be mm. like a path or what could be important to the overall parish and how the youth ministry fits into that. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Or I didn't know how to do that. I didn't even have the language to describe that. I just wanted to to be holy and make yeah. other people yeah, holy yeah. too. Yeah. You know, and, and if, especially if, if you run into like a pastor or a parish that wants, you know, let's say they have like huge, you know, non-Catholic churches nearby mm-hmm. and they're just suffering yeah. too, like, and they want results. Maybe the last thing that the pastor wants to hear is how in love with Mary you are through the rosary, <laughs> yeah. you know, and like, those are good things yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. But like when we're saying to take inventory of the ministries, take inventory of like the staff and the pastor do your research, do your homework. Like you might not want to lead with the rosary there, you know, especially like in that scenario where they're just being like bombarded or just competing so much to just keep their, their own adolescent Catholics there. Yeah. And a lot of staff are not, I mean, you have to understand that most staff are not going to fully understand what, um, what a really good vision for youth ministry might be at a parish. I mean, they might have just seen other parishes with thriving youth ministries and think we want that. Yeah. Or maybe they've had a long history of youth ministry and they want it to just continue exactly how it is. These are all things to take into consideration. So to be cognizant of how people are coming to this idea of youth ministry, I think is really important. Yeah. I think, I think also like in, in preparing for the actual interview or the, the video interview or, or maybe an in-person one, if you do get them on the phone at any point, I would try to extract like any yeah. sort of information that you could use during that interview. Cause whatever, yeah. it's just like a little sales, like yeah. little technique tactic, whatever they say, 
uh, like you echo it back yeah. to them, yeah. you know, as far as like somehow extract a need mm-hmm. that they're looking for and then frame like your youth ministry argument. Yeah. Like that's centered around you because yeah. they want you there or hopefully they want you there. Uh, back to that. So just echo it back. And so, and then they're just left thinking like, oh yeah, they're on board with everything. Yeah. They, <laughs> we're saying that too, you know? <laughs> they re- they're reading our minds. The the second interview that I ever uh, had, I was still in college and it was like a long shot too. They wanted to hire immediately, but I wasn't available for like four more months. Mm-hmm. And so I just did it anyway. And I researched and I saw that they were using whatever confirmation program it was. It's the chosen. It's, no, it wasn't chosen. It was the the uh, uh, the one with uh, that man is you. Uh, Christ on the very front, the icon, the pato crater. Yeah, the, be the best version of yourself. No, shut up. Uh, yeah. It was that one. But I I researched online and I saw that that's what they were using. And coincidentally, I was also using that with some other um, Hispanic kids in Minneapolis because that was that's half my. St. Thomas education was paid for the Latino leaders of America. Wow. <laughs> not, I just made that up, but <laughs> not the Latino leaders of America. It was uh, the Haviger Institute for Catholic Latino leaders. That's anyway, so we better. were at a Latino <laughs> parish and I was a catechist there and we used that same book. So I brought that book to the interview too. And as I oh, like wow. pulled it out, like the, uh, some lady on staff was like, oh, we use that. You're like, oh, you mean, like, you mean my personal <laughs> daily devotional book that year? That I yeah, 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 every day? yeah, you know, is that what 100%, you mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so Edwin, what what should they be doing? Are, actually, are we done for like preparing? Well, I mean, the interview? I think let's talk about. Well, I you brought up a good point about uh, if I you're always gonna, bring up good points. If you're going to be in person, it reminded <laughs> it reminded me when you're talking about if it's going to be in person, reminded me that um, if you are local, I would go to take a chance to go to one of the masses. Oh, or go to some yes. Of the masses. And oh, then, that's yeah, easy, easy, yeah, yeah good one. Just kind of get a sense of the parish, and then also, um, like, ask a parishioner, like, what do you, you know, how long you've been going here? What do you like about the parish? You know, what don't you like? What are the biggest challenges currently? Right. Um, but just going to some of the parish, the different masses would be a good sense. The the best uh, advice that I ever got on like finding a spiritual director, I would also apply to finding yourself a pastor. Okay, and it, I was told that never. Uh, What's happening? I, just, I don't know. I'm just excited. About, <laughs> I'm excited for this pithy. Both of you just started like a giggle fit. Like at the never ask for a pastor on a Tuesday. I thought I, I was like waiting no. for some like cliche. No, no, no. Uh, never look for one on CatholicMatch.com. No, the the, the best advice. <laughs> no, best advice I ever got about looking for a spiritual director was to go to a mass that they were celebrating, oh, and if yeah. they did not appear that they were in love with the yeah, Eucharist wow. yeah. to uh, not pursue direction from that. Yeah, I got you. Um, and if you were kind of convinced, spiritually convinced, yeah. maybe your guardian angels were talking to each other. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, then, cool. then to pursue and, and, and ask, yeah. you know, would you pray with me about being my spiritual director? Yeah. And I, I would have that same mentality in going to that parish uh, and seeing if that pastor or, or whoever's uh, the celebrant. Yeah. Yeah. Are they in love yeah. with our Lord as they're celebrating? That's awesome. Yeah, visit Jesus in the Eucharist there. Visit Jesus in the tabernacle there at the parish. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't, don't don't be bogged down by the wicker chairs that are there, you know, sometimes, you know, or the, the wicker chairs or the, or the, you know, <laughs> like, the sanctuary. Or the, yeah, you know, in the church. Don't, 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 that... don't be bogged down by that. <laughs> or don't, don't, don't get bogged down by the lack of, you know, like sacred art in the church, you know, yeah. Just, but if, if the pastor is in love with our Lord. Who cares if it's the church in the round? Yeah, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> or the uh, or the uh, or what's what's spaceship. the the spaceship church? Well, I'm I'm a little into that. <laughs> Just kidding. No, 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 no. It's like when the altar's kind of like sunken into the oh, like stadium seating. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Moving on. <laughs> uh, what should you bring? What should you bring to your interview? Your best clothes? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I would dress up. I mean, I wouldn't go, like go perhaps over the top an extra of the... change of underwear. You yeah, know? you never know. You never know. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't overdress in like a tuxedo and stuff. But I definitely think dressing Eat as something light. Yeah, I mean, I think, and I used to. I used to not be on board with this. I was just like, I'm just gonna dress as myself. But um, Jeans I think flip flops. Yeah, but I think like dressing like you're like you are a director of youth ministry at a parish, I think is important. And, um, you know, having a professional appearance. So just to say that, I know some people are like, Oh, the youth minister should wear flannel and flip flops and jeans, but don't do that. Uh, and then we've talked about bringing copies. I would bring multiple copies, like bring a little folder with multiple copies of your resume. Yep. Um, multiple copies of whatever portfolio. So whatever materials, um, you might have. And then, um, do we want to go over these two things? Um, I would I would also bring just like a one pager of an articulation of your vision for youth ministry. It doesn't have to be over the top, but it could just be like, um, and and I would I always went way over the top, but I would adjust it a little bit depending on the parish. So if the parish had a really long standing youth ministry program, the way I would articulate a vision for youth ministry by, might be a little more nuanced than a parish that's never had it, mm-hmm. right? So a parish that's never had it, I might really focus on like um, recruiting volunteers as youth ministers, preaching the gospel in an engaging way and like yeah. one other thing, right? Um, so I think those two things, and we'll talk about how to use those in the interview, but I think just coming with that kind of stuff prepared is really important. Yeah, I, I think also just to add to also use like kind of like an open language as well. Yeah. Like uh, just like inclusive of direction of the parish yeah, too. You've always because if, if you're that. too like specific, specific like, and adamant, exactly this, this is want. how it's yeah. going to be. That could, I mean, if that were me, if I were pastor, yeah. like, and that was really clashing yeah. with what I wanted, you know, you are, you've always, I, done a I, really I would just good be job. really, really open. Just like I've noticed with pastor's you, approval or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. with guidance. You've you always know? said like, here is my, here's what I'm, here's what's on my heart for ministry at a parish but this is all working with the pastor and working with the parish for what's best for this parish. Yeah. Somehow if that could be articulated too, yeah. Like again, having it already, I would. Oh, another thing we didn't mention is researching the city, researching the local city and just being kind of aware of what's going on. If it's a city that you don't live in. Yeah, exactly. Cause if if in your plan, you're like by the end of year one, we're going to have a thousand kids coming to this, uh, you know, like youth night and the population of the city is like, 10,000. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So that'd be rough. Do your homework. Okay. So, um, you've researched the parish, you've researched the city, you've, Oh, uh, also the diocesan website. I would look at the diocesan website and kind of see like, who's the director of youth diocesan director of youth ministry. Look yeah. a little bit at the diocese and the Bishop. Um, so you've researched, you prepared, you've come early. I've definitely come early, a few hours early for your interview and just kind of prepare, um, just kind of get a feel for, um, the parish and the grounds. Uh, so now we're going into the interview. Yeah. Just as soon as you pull up, just Dwight Schrute, it. Just turn on just like an <laughs> 80s hair metal and just headbang a little bit. Hide yeah. yourself up. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We we wrote down walk in like you own the place. Yeah. Yeah. Just we wrote, I'm pretty sure you wrote that down. Yeah. I The type of mindset I kind of get into is um, 
you know, I'm this, just a humble servant. You know, I just walk no, in and just say, no, honestly, Lord, I, Lord use me. I don't. Edmund I says, do not. I own this place. No, I really, I really honestly go, I really, for some reason, and I don't know if this helps people listening, <laughs> but when I go in for interviews, I really go in like, no, you I have don't, to, yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily, like, I think the last thing you can do is go in thinking I need this job. Mm. This is the, like, maybe hopefully they'll offer it to me. And sure. I think you need to go in thinking not only are they interviewing you, but you're interviewing them. Yeah. You're, you're going to use this interview to find out if Very this is a good point. fit for you. Is, it, if, is this a good fit for your family if you're married? Is this a good fit for the long term? Yeah. And so it's definitely a discernment process. It's kind of this courting. And so you sure. walk in going, this interview is going to be both of us talking about parish youth ministry, helping each other. And right. we're just in here to like, I'm, I'm great. I've done all this preparation. I'm overprepared. I know what I'm talking about. I love youth ministry and I'm just here to have this I, conversation. I think if you're there for the interview, then that means you want that job. Yeah. Because I think it, you will like uh, produce the best, yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah. display like of yourself in that interview and uh, case by case. Yeah. Uh, I'm not yeah. saying that if, if you're just like, uh, maybe, you know, maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. I'm not saying to just not interview for it yeah. like case by case situation, but I think I would go in with the mentality of like, if I'm interviewing, I want this. Yeah. Yeah. And and go in. I also think uh, sometimes people fall into the trap of thinking that they have to be the expert and have to have all the answers. I think just go in with not, I don't mean, I'm going to say this word, but I mean like go in with like a playful, joyful, curious attitude. Like, tell me more about this. I'm excited. I'm happy to be here. Like, even uh, if, even if you're on the fence, yeah, you just convince yourself. I want this job for now because they need to see that. Yeah. yeah. That interview board needs to see that. I'm really interested in this job. I'm really, and this isn't, I'm not in desperation. I really want to just have this conversation about youth ministry. Um, we've talked about coming in early dressing for success, uh, having a folder. I'd also have a notepad and pen to write. So there's been times where I've forgotten that and I've had to be like scramble to find something to write on, but I would take notes during the Rookie interview move, man. And they're asking you questions, taking notes when other people are talking, taking notes that shows that you're really engaged. Yeah. Um, Oh, oh for, for preparing for the interview. Yeah, go for it. Sorry. I completely forgot about this. Uh, you should, prepare like a list of questions for them. Yes. 100%. You know, just like in yeah. advance. Cause yeah. you don't want to get in a situation where it's like the interview is like almost over Yeah, and they're like, well, do, do you have any questions for us? And then you're just like, well, no, I think we talked no, we talk, talked about all of it. Like, no, like, like that's, that would be so bad to like start scrambling, just thinking oh, yeah. about a question, but no, you should at least have, have three to five. Yes. Yeah. Have some prepared. Yeah. And if they ask you one of those questions, like, like it, it would be amazing to say like I was going to ask you guys yeah. that oh, I'm really glad, glad you brought that up. So like, look, look, up. it's right here. I yeah, wrote I would, it down. I would show it to them and I'd hand out <laughs> copies. Yeah, everybody, <laughs> read it. <laughs> Class. Yeah. Let uh, the record show. Another thing, just that this is just general interview advice. Um, it's always good to affirm questions, especially oftentimes in interviews like this. They might bring in teens. They might bring in parents. They're going to get. Uh, they might bring in other people that aren't necessarily making the decision, but they want to get their. Um, their uh, perspective on you as a potential youth minister. So people sometimes are nervous or people don't know what kind of questions to ask, but I, I always like to just affirm interviews and or have affirm questions. <laughs> you know what, everybody? Affirm. I'm really glad we're all doing this I here. I want to affirm. I want to affirm you I guys. I want to affirm that you're interviewing. Really putting that yeah. job description yeah, out. You, you really, know? you really came today. You really yeah. dressed up. But no, like I think it's good when when people ask questions, uh, not to just do it. You know, not in a heartfelt way, but when people ask good questions, I like to say, 
That's a really good question. I really, yep. I really appreciate you asking that Karen, you know, Karen, I've already researched and I know that yeah. you're the secretary and you've been here 10 years. Yes. Um, and his so, best friends from Susan yeah, or with yeah. Susan from the parish council. And, and going off of that, I would, I would always use questions that people are, this is maybe too nuanced, but for people who are like, don't have as much experience, but I would always use questions to try to steer away from, um, granular details towards okay. vision. Okay. So like if someone says, like I had this question in an interview once. Um, let's say you had a room full of sixth graders and they didn't want to do anything. What would you do to get, like, what game would you play with them to get their attention? So I was like, okay, like I could just, I, so I just like came up with a game, but I mm. used it as an opportunity to say, well, with sixth graders, this is what I think works yeah. best at that age range. And like, here's my heart for sixth graders and what they yep. really need. So, I mean, don't get caught there. Like sometimes people that aren't as experienced in youth ministry, they're going to caught up in like, are you going to, are you going to do games before or after the night? Are you going to sure. offer donuts or pizza? Are you going to, so it gives you an opportunity. You can answer the question and then turn yeah. back to your casting vision. You're casting a clear and compelling vision for youth ministry at a parish. Yeah. I mean, and it, the interview staff are looking for depth in yeah. you. Like they could yeah. be asking a very superficial question just yeah. to see what you do with it too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, these people are smart. Yeah. <laughs> They've worked for a parish yeah. for a while and they probably have a good idea of what they want too. Yeah. It, this is if you've vetted the parish enough and this is a, a <laughs> worthy enough parish mm -hmm. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I, I would also like add to that. Like just think, uh, maybe I'll get some hate for this, but like, think like a politician, like in answering those questions, yeah, yeah. like if you're unsure about how to answer, like answer honestly, but also lead, lead it back to what you do know and what you would provide yeah. for the parish yeah, yeah. too. And so all, parish, always, yeah. yeah, always, always turn around, wrap it back to, to you and, and what, you know, those core three things mm -hmm. are that you prepared that you've already written out that yeah. everybody already has, yeah, you yeah. know, to review. Uh, and and be honest too. Like if you feel like there's not youth ministry at the parish, and you feel like all they're doing is a social event once a month, mm -hmm. and you don't think that's something like you want to add more, uh, don't hedge that. Be really be you know don't be blunt, but be honest. Like I would be really. I think there's a lot of potential for us to do this. Mm -hmm. I would like to bring that here because the last thing you want to do is get hired under false pretenses of you like you're you're so affirming and glowing in the interview that they're like well when we hired you you sounded like everything was great and you're just going to keep it the same sure and then you're stuck in this like like you want to change everything mm -hmm. i i just hear too many youth ministers that get caught up in that where they're like oh my pastor my, my pastor doesn't understand my vision for this and when you ask how the interview went they didn't share any of their vision they didn't yeah. share what they wanted to change or what they wanted to bring to yep. the parish uh, we also, we didn't talk a little bit about preparing a five to 10 minute talk. Do you want to talk about that? Oh a bit? yeah. No, you love this. So I really love this. And, um, and then we'll get into like questions to ask them cause we're kind of starting to wrap up a little bit, but, um, yeah, let's wrap up. Well, actually, no, I'll wait. I'll save that. Yeah, Let's for, go on for 21 minutes. <laughs> I'll save that for what I look for in a youth minister and what we might look for in a youth minister to be like hiring so they can hear from someone who's like hired people. I'll, I'll, let's I'll go, give that to you. Let's go straight into um, uh, the questions that we would ask them. So like you've gone through the interview, yeah. they've asked you a bunch of different questions and then they say, do you have any questions for us? The pastor's there, the business manager, and maybe like either the old youth minister, or the DRE or someone. And they say, do you have any questions for us? Mm -hmm. What are some questions that you would ask? First one, top one for me is, uh, how do you guys measure success here? Yes. Huge, um, huge. How do you quantify it? Yeah. You know, 
how we and measure so th- success. Yeah, th- through that, you, you figure out what's actually important. And uh, and don't let them say, well, you know, everyone's spiritual journey, that's not something you can really measure. And you say, oh, yeah. I totally understand that. But mm-hmm. how will you know that I'm doing a really good job? Yeah. That's an amazing question to ask. Like, like what will tell you, what will tell you, Father, or what will tell you, DRE, who's hiring me? What will, what will be markers that you'll look at and go, wow, this person's really crushing it. You know, that's an amazing nuanced question that shows that, that you care, but you also have an understanding that like, like you don't want them to, to hate the work that you're doing. Like you want them to be really upfront about what they're looking for. Um, what else would you ask? I don't know. Like the, this one sounds like pretty stereotypical, like in my head, but just asking like what, what, uh, event, if any, um, that you've done as a pair of staff, like just like, like y'all just crushed it. Like mm, what, yeah. like what was that? Yeah. How did, how did that event come about? Like, how did y'all prepare for it? Things mm-hmm. like that. Like I, yeah. I would love to hear that, yeah, like yeah. something that would not be in the bulletin yeah. or maybe that happened like maybe years ago, yeah. you know, and they're dreaming of doing it again. Yeah. Yeah. What's been a huge success that, that, uh, the outcome seemed to surprise you. Sure. And yeah. and if they say something that is really profound and then you just authentically love it. Yeah. Voice that. Yeah. Just say like, wow, that's awesome. like, I, I love that. Yeah. And you're confirming like that, that I want to be here at this parish. Yeah. If, if this is what you guys are pursuing, I want to be a part of that. Yeah. I want to be a part of that team. A few quick uh, ones that are just good to get, you know, out the gate is who will be my direct report? Who will oh, I directly yeah. report to um, so whether it's the DRE or the pastor, mm-hmm. if the pastor, if it says, oh, the pastor, then I might, you might, I would feel it out, but you might follow up with like, how often would we meet? Mm-hmm. How often would you want to meet with me? How often would you want to give direction? Yeah, you're essentially asking the deeper question of just like, hey, pastor, what what's my real yeah. relationship going to be yeah. like with you? What's that role going to be like? Because uh, this is important to me. Exactly. What exactly yeah. do you have in mind in that? Another one is how will budget decisions be made? So, so just saying, um, I, you know, every parish has a process for proposing budgets for a department or an account number or whatever for the youth ministry. Um, and then how will those decisions get made? What's the process for that? Does the youth minister normally, you know, propose the budget? Does it stay the same? Does is someone else involved with it? Different parishes have different interactions with their, their budget process. But I think that's a really good question to ask. And just to know up front, like, like, how I mean, you might even would you ask like what is the youth ministry budget, or is that do you think going too far? Do you think someone? No, would like, I I think that's I think it's appropriate. Oh really? Do you think so? I mean, to to ask, yes, to ask yeah. for the whole thing. I've yeah, asked yeah. for that a bunch of times. Yeah, just yeah. just say straight out like yeah. What was what was your what was last year's budget for youth ministry? I mean, yeah, so be, I can get a sense. I, I would be prepared to share yours too if yeah. you're already in a youth ministry position yeah, yeah. too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's pretty powerful. Yeah. Um. What was the other one? Um. Oh, what is the biggest challenge your parish is facing currently? I think that's a really good one too, which also um, shows that you care about youth ministry in the context of the greater parish, mm-hmm. that you that you care about not just this job that you're going to come in and do, but you care about the greater parish. You care about the community. What's the biggest challenge you're facing? And that could be attendance declining. It could be kids not coming back after confirmation. It could be all sorts of things. It could be just like the city is you know recovering from some type of, some event or something. Um, So I think that's a really important question to ask. I think we've kind of covered a lot of them. I mean, how big was last year's confirmation class? If you haven't already researched that. Sure. Any other ones? I would just, uh, I mean, this is kind of like post the interview, you know, when decision 
uh, decisions are happening and maybe they send you an offer letter or things like that, but they communicate something to you that's going to be part of the job. That's not on the employment contract or things like that. You know, Mm -hmm. I would, I would get everything in writing of things that were communicated to you, Mm -hmm. even if it's just like dreams of the future, you know, because I, you don't want to get into a situation where it was communicated to you that things are going to be happening this way yeah. or you're going to have this kind of influence. Um, but then that just never happens, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. because if it's not in that job description, then whatever was said to you, like, yeah. like there's no obligation to uphold that too. And, you know, maybe things are just, you know, said offhand, you know, but it really sparked something in you and you really held onto it. You really yeah. remembered it, but maybe somebody just said it just offhand, you know, and, and maybe they didn't mean it, but the, <laughs> Maybe that's one of the reasons why you're really interested in the parish. And so I, I would really get everything uh, in writing and confirmed. Uh, and I, I, I think that also begs the question of when, when do you talk numbers? I, that's what I was just going to say is like, when do you talk the salary? Yeah. Like, do you feel like sometimes pastors will just come out and say it? I, what are your salary requirements? I think a lot of times people want you to just email that in a follow-up if they, right. if they really like you. They're gonna I, say, I would feel out the situation for yeah. sure. Feel yeah. it out because if they ask in a room full of people mm-hmm. that is like comprised of like even just other parishioners, maybe mm-hmm. people who aren't on staff yeah, and, or maybe there's some other people yeah. there who would just be coworkers, wouldn't be your yeah. director. Like then somebody messed up and yeah. just say like, I, I would love to, to hear back from you guys to see if I would be a good fit here. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I love that this parish is pursuing X, Y, and Z. I would love to be a part of that team. Uh, let me know yeah. <laughs> if, if I'm on the team coach yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. and, and I would love to discuss that. Yeah later if you all don't mind i hope i'm not being rude yeah and i would not like another thing i really want people to hear is that well first of all please 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 do not accept a salary that makes you uncomfortable or puts you in a compromising position just because you hear other youth ministers or other or other people at other churches talking about how little they get paid sure I've seen this in like forums and conversations and I've heard youth ministers who feel like, well, that's just what, that's just how it is. Like, like I, um, I saw one person who said that she was in an interview. Uh, she was some type of associate youth minister or a DRE or something. And the youth minister in the interview said, I think I should at least get paid whatever the going rate is for a teacher yeah. because teachers don't really get paid that much. And it's kind of a similar kind of field. And in this form, she was like, oh, I laughed at that because we would never get paid that much. And I was just thinking like, oh. like, please, please, please do not put your family or anyone in a compromising situation right. just because that's what church workers and like, if, make. If, if you get a formal like offer letter too, like just know that everything is still negotiable. Yeah, 100%. I, w- I, would, I would counter. Yeah. Like actually do it. And that's not, that's not rude to do. Yeah. Like it's not like that you're rejecting like a gift from our Lord. Like, no, like it, it is purely a business side of things. And I remember uh, at the time when I was first coming back here to this diocese, ended up working with you at St. Francis. Like I had two other offer letters. And I remember that one of them like was, uh, you know, I mean, it was, it was lower. Um, and I remember the day that I signed my, my college signing or whatever <laughs> that yeah, I yeah, signed yeah. with you guys at St. Francis, I got, uh, I got a call from the associate pastor at one of them just saying, Hey, I don't know what the pastor offered you, but I just want to let you know, anything's negotiable. Wow. And he's like, I, I really want you to hear. And this was a voicemail too, yeah. because I, I got the call while yeah. I was with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a voicemail and he was just like, I want you here. I think you'd be like season X, Y, and tickets. Z. Season <laughs> tickets to the Rangers. 
but but when he said you know just know like anything's negotiable like mm. that like opened my really young yeah. eyes yeah, to yeah. like whoa like yeah i guess i could have countered like not not that i had any regrets about going to st francis i loved it you yeah. know but yeah. just whatever that offer letter is at yeah. least consider countering yeah. and and i don't think you should just ask ridiculously high i mean but but at the same time um if if you overshoot and they say hey that's not if they really want you and you overshoot on the salary if they ask for you to mm -hmm. to say your salary needs first um there's nothing wrong in overshooting and them saying wow that's really high we can't do that and then you coming down like like yeah i mean there's there's nothing bad about that i mean uh i remember no. i remember talking to a pastor who said um that he got his youth minister up to a livable salary for the city he was in and he said it was super easy because he went to the pastoral council and everyone on the pastoral council was making six figures and living in this like very like upper end, like, or um, what do you call it? Like upper, upper class city. Yeah. And was basically like, we're paying this youth minister like nothing. Like why? And so this new pastor that came in, like went to the pastoral council and was like, I want to pay him considerably more. Mm -hmm not six figures, but just considerably more. And everyone in the, on the pastoral council was like, they knew what it costs to live in that city. They knew like, they knew the cost of living in homes in that city or renting and all this stuff. And yep. they were, they were just like, well, yeah, sure. Um, so anyways, just the, the message is not get as much money as possible. The message is like, you are worth this and you're trying to look for sustainable, long-term, sustainable, sustainable, yes. long-term director of youth ministry um, position. Okay. So the last piece in all of this, uh, is this whole portfolio method. This is my favorite. Okay. I love Dude. this. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you should also, I mean, we've talked a little bit, we didn't cover it, but I would have like a five to 10 minute, just short talk kind of prepared, prepared. Like, doesn't mean yeah. you have to give it. Yeah. It doesn't mean you have to, but just, just have some type of like, something. if they just say like, well, give us like, if you had to talk to youth minister, or to high schoolers or middle schoolers, like just have some like anecdote, main point, scripture verse or something. But um, at the end, after all the, questions and you ask questions back and they go okay well this interview went really well uh i think this is maybe this is over the top but i think this is great advice is that's when you pull out this thing that you've prepared which is um a document that's probably just one page but it's your plan for what you would want to do at that parish your first three years it doesn't have to be over the top but just maybe one one maybe two pages of like let's say it's a parish that's never had youth ministry, you know, first year recruit volunteers, pitch vision, second year, you know, launch this new program, whatever. Like maybe the, maybe the parish has had youth ministry for a little bit, but doesn't have a website or doesn't have a really big volunteer team or whatever. Um, do the best you can and just tell them, Hey, this is just based off of looking at your parish, looking at the area. These are just things I'm thinking about. And I want to just show you that this is what I've prepared. This is what I'd be interested in. Like you said, Nick, this all is um, also determined by what father you would want and what would be best for this parish. But this is just what I thought. And I think that extra mile, like the, like going that extra step and showing, especially if you do care about the position and you really want it, I think going that extra step is is worth it. Like why not? Like why not sit down for an extra hour and just write out like my first three years, like year one, year two, year three, here's what I would love to do at this parish. Um, yeah. And like, you, you know, you could even throw in little things. Like if you feel like, man, I would really, I think, I think it was you or someone else that was saying like my first six months, I just want to go to daily mass often and meet the daily mass goers or whatever, just like little things that show that you really 
thinking about sure. this parish and it's it's an opportunity for you to show what you at that parish would look like and it makes yeah. it really easy for the people interviewing you to look at it and go well shoot like all i have to do is say yes and this guy's gonna start this like, right he's ready i mean but also like a case-by-case situation to like know know the parish the pastor yeah. and and what their needs are yeah. too because yeah, if yeah. they're looking for value immediately you know like put put your Put your spiritual life second because yeah. I'm sure they want you to have like a really strong yeah, one, yeah, yeah. you know, but, but they, they want value first, like yeah. in you in, yeah, yeah. in production, you know, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, this, it, it, it's the business side yeah. of, of professional youth and ministry. You could, and you could even based on how the interview went, you could pull it out and just say, Hey, like based on this interview, you know, I have this written here, but I'd probably do this differently based on what you guys are saying. And, you know, we would talk through this, but I just wanted to show you what I was thinking about. Yeah, exactly. And and that I wouldn't make any decision alone that I, that father, I would consult you with everything. I would have you review everything. And father, like if I'm dreaming of anything, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want you to sit with me through it unless that's absolutely what you wanted. Like yeah. I'll write it up. I'll have it a complete package and I'll hand it to you ready to sign, yeah. you know, at anything. So you yeah. can review, you mark it up, say yes, yes, no, no, no. Then you redraft it again. Then you pan it back. Just somehow sell them on the fact that you, you're well thought out in ministry. And then you want this parish to yeah, have yeah. it too. Another backup that that document does is that, it also communicates things that perhaps you might forget to communicate in the yes, interview too. 100%, and also yeah. like when you leave, they have something tangible to look at mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is like you just manifested it on paper too. So if they're ever talking to somebody else about you, they have it. Yeah, if you're right re- there. If you if you're really really passionate and feel really really called to do retreats, small group discipleship model and like, you know, one other thing like testimony-based ministry or something, uh, and you forget to bring it up when you pull out this document, you're like, oh yeah, by the way, like I really love retreats. I, I feel really confident in running these. I think yeah. this would be a great asset in the first three years. I really want to focus on these three areas. Yeah. Um, and so that's just some, that's a great way to bring up, bring back up. And like you said, you leave them with something um, that's going to shine, I think compared to a lot of other people that don't prepare right. and don't go that extra mile um, for the interview. Right. Are we closing out right now? Yeah, I mean, I think let's just last couple things were um, what we look for in a youth minister for hiring. Did you want to go through that? Um, I think I think quick. I think you're better suited for yeah. that. The the one thing that I just don't want to forget is like in your resume, yeah. always leave the reader wanting more. Mm, and yeah. so don't don't oversaturate mm-hmm. your resume or cover letter or whatever with just text, 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 yeah, text. Yeah. Give them the gist. Give them you or or have it. Uh, be enough to lead them to something else where they could find you. Mm-hmm. Um, but but don't over-communicate on the resume or cover yeah. letter, le- leaving you with nothing to talk about in your actual interview. Like say something that, uh, you know, just inspires just more yeah. conversation to of them saying like, hey, I read this here. Like what kind of work did you do yeah. with this place? You yeah. know, or things like that. And be, be ready to talk about it, yeah. even with yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you say, okay, you went to the university of so-and-so. What was your favorite class? Be mm-hmm. ready to talk about your favorite class mm-hmm. and your favorite professor and why. So yeah, that reminds me of one you of the put on best. Your resume, be prepared to talk about it. That reminds me of one of the best tips or tricks is that whole 10 second rule. So like write up your resume and hand the resume to someone who hasn't seen it oh, yet. Yeah. Like one of your friends, your sister, someone, some guy on the street, hand it to them for 10 seconds. Say, hey, this See is my resume. Can you out. look it over? Hand it to them count maybe to 10 seconds and then just take it back and then ask them what they remembered. And if it's not the things that you want someone to just very quickly get from that resume, then restructure it, 
Maybe you're bolding yeah. different things. That's maybe you're huge. using too much Comic Sans. Yeah, maybe you're using too much. That's a really good tip, even if you're designing flyers or posters or anything. Hand it to someone. With posters and flyers, I would give like maybe three seconds because people just walk by and then just take it back and just be like, what did you see? What date was the event going to be on? What like Just ask some questions. Like Give the resume, take it back. You know, what were their qualifications? What stood out to you? What And that's a really great, great tip because most people are busy. I mean, they're just flipping through. They're not reading it really in detail. Um, yep. So that's great. Yeah, uh, you know, this is a long episode. I think it was really good. I think there's a lot of nuggets in here, some yep. nugs. Um, uh, you, you never uh, you never closed it out the way you said you were going to close it oh, out yeah, they, about what you were looking yeah, for. Yeah, I mean, just you real quick. Yeah, ministry. just real quick. Like what I'm looking for in a youth minister is, and I love Pat Lencioni has a book called The Ideal Team Player where he talks about the ideal team player in a work environment is someone who's hungry, humble, and smart. I and so that. like you can, you can, it's not necessarily about having the right expertise and being an expert or um, being super talented. As long as someone is hungry, meaning like they're passionate about this, it's more than just a job. I mean, I think we've talked about this a little bit, but it's more than just a job. Like it's, this is a missionary call. Mm -hmm. uh, they're hungry for this. They're open to learning more and they're excited about their job. Um, humble. They're not afraid to ask questions. They're not afraid to say, I don't know. That's like huge red flag. If I feel like someone can't talk about things they don't know or is pretending to know everything. And then smart is just means not that they're super smart. It just means that they're, uh, thoughtful and, um, uh, maybe self-critical or, or not self-critical. I mean like self-reflective, they're thoughtful, they're self-reflective. I think if you're asking some of these questions, like you're being, um, yeah, ref reflective, wait, reflective, reflectful, thoughtful. You're just being yeah. thoughtful, reflectable. Yeah. Smart. Like I, you don't want, you don't want to work with someone who's just like going through the motions and not thinking too deeply about what they're doing. So yeah. those are really big things. And then the last one is for me personally, and not every parish is going to be this way, but I'm looking for someone that has a personal relationship with Jesus. Yeah. And I think that's hard to interview for, but um, I think if you can give an opportunity to share, yeah, I mean that you, that you really love the Lord and that this isn't just a job, that this right. isn't just something you're, you're not just seeing yourself as a teacher, you know? Um, so there's some big ones. And yeah, I do now, if I'm in uh, youth ministry interviews, I do surprise them with a, a five minute talk that they have to give with no preparation. Yeah. I slide a faith is looking at me like, Oh my gosh, I slide a topic across the table and I say, all you have is um, you can use your phone, a Bible and a catechism. I'm pretty sure that's all I give them. And I say, you have five minutes to prepare a five minute talk. You're a monster. And then I t give them an audience. So, so I'll, so like with Tim, horrible. with Tim, I slid across the incarnation mm -hmm. and I said, your audience is high schoolers. And I said, I said, now we know that it's not going to be amazing that you only had five minutes to prepare, but that's the purpose of this exercise. We want to see what, what you do, like just see what you do. Here's a catechism, a Bible, piece of paper and a phone. That's yeah, the worst. He's Here's the, the worst. Incarnation. He's the worst, right? Just do it. Sounds horrible. Guys, but I think if you, if Edmund Mitchell is ever interviewing you and he says incarnation, just say hypostatic union. Like <laughs> yeah. Four times. Well, what, I was looking, what I was He'll looking for, you. what I was looking for is in with a youth minister, it's really, really important that they have the ability to communicate in front of people. And especially mm -hmm. so that puts them under stress. It sees what they come up with, um, with like just out of them. It just has to come out of them. It can't, they can't over prepare for it. Mm -hmm. They can't read off of a piece of paper very much. 
and they're in one of the most stressful environments they probably will ever yeah, be. You're a monster. Uh, so yeah, no, I loved it. It was you're very, very horrible fun. person. It's so fun. Uh, and I've done that twice so far. I did it with mm. Sam as well. Mm. So mean. It's so great. It's not mean. It's so fun. Anyways. That's mean. Yeah, I know it's stressful. That's Anyways, mean. this is a long episode, but I think this was very, very good. What do it you was say, good. Do you have a question? question. Yeah, yeah go for it. Question. Oh. Yeah. Um, as you're talking about like interviewing and preparing for interviews and stuff, you know, there's like the different steps of interviews. Like typically it's like phone call, maybe Skype interview and then person interview. So like when you're talking about these different things, can you like elaborate on like which parts would be pertinent for like which steps in the process? You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you think, Nick? Some of it like doesn't pertain to like Skype interviews, but if that's like your only interview, then maybe it is like you Mm -hmm. need to, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I like oftentimes there's going to be some, there might be some type of phone call. Like someone just says, Hey, do you have time for a phone call? Um, I would ask like, is this the interview? Like I would just say like, is this going to be the interview? So I'm prepared. Mm -hmm. Uh, But a lot of times people just want to reach out just to like touch base with you and make sure like vet you before they set up a full, like the pastor's going to be, these people are going to be there. Um, So I think then it's either going to go to Skype or it's going to go to in person. But what would you say, Nick? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm having trouble coming up with something like on the spot to you. All that I'm thinking of is just like practical stuff to you. Uh, I would ask for like, well, what, what are the next steps after this? Like what, what is the timeline? <laughs> I guess I don't know. And I'm always just going back to like extracting uh, out of them what they're looking for and then using that to your advantage to communicate where your gifts are, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm not saying that you're just uh manipulating like the conversation I'm saying that you're, you're figuring out what they need. And if you can provide value, you articulate how you specifically can do that immediately. But then also, you know, just like it could be a catch 22 also like leave them wanting more, you know, uh, like of you or hearing back from you too. Yeah. And I, and I would say in the phone interview or if you had a Skype interview, I mean like if, if they're saying, well, we want to get you on a Skype call, I would advocate for having a chance to go out in person. And I, and if they don't bring it up, I would say it like I, I would want to come out in person. Is that something that's possible? Um, and we've talked before about kind of the red flag if they're not willing to do that at all. But I think it depends. Like you, there might be 30 people yeah. that they're, that they're interviewing and they're going to wait till they get to a certain round to let you know that they'll bring you out. So, uh, but that's a really good point. Um, I would bring that up if there's going to be a phone call, like, mm-hmm. Cause I think I've heard of people going onto the phone call and not realizing. And then there's like three people in the room and it's like, all right, we're here for the interview. And you're like, mm-hmm. Oh, I thought this was just a quick touch base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good, yeah. good, good point. All right. That's it guys. Is that all we got? That's all we got. Thanks for tuning in guys. Uh, Check us out on Check, the internet. Yeah. Got the youth ministry podcast.com. Let us know URL. what you think about this. Uh, tell us probably your worst interview. Uh, yeah. situation yeah and and what you did to like overcome that yeah oh that'd be amazing that'd be really awesome oh and i just wanted to mention the uh the quick start kind of course we have um that i think would help you as you're preparing for interviews too it's just like these kind of three really key mindset um shifts about youth ministry it's called the youth ministry mindset mm-hmm. uh course and um kind of walks through these three key i don't know yeah i guess mindset mindsets to have about youth ministry. I think it's really helpful. So you can find that at Catholic youth ministry podcast.com slash mindset. Maybe I think that's, yep, that's where it is. Our producer says that's where it is. So that's where it is. Uh, so yeah.
Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Good luck on the job search. Peace.